you're listening to the Seventh Reel. This week, Birth, a 2004 film by Jonathan Glazer.、Mm-hmm. Yusuf, this was your pick of the week.、Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think? I love that you don't say why、oh, yeah. because it was essentially your pick. Yes,、yeah, so oh, well, well, we don't need to. Well, you, you, now we need to add. Now we need to edit that that's, out. That's <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, regardless, I mean, I'm I'm really glad we watched this. I mean, I watched Sexy Beast as well. That's what I pitched initially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But、um, mm-hmm. Arvin was like, no. What? How does these two compare? I think this one's better. I like it. I like this one a lot more, to be honest. Sexy Beast is、mm-hmm. a fun movie, but it's limited. This is a bit more like kind of experimental and and kind of trusts you to to、mm-hmm. sort of、uh, piece、yeah. everything together. Yeah. That being said, kind of、yeah. like under the skin. <laughs> that being said, did it feel、um, incomplete to you guys, or did did feel like、mm-hmm. a full thing? A, a little.、Question. I think the ending was a bit too like. Okay, it's okay. Yeah. Felt. Like it didn't really conclude anything, and it was a bit of a stretch that she's fine with it.、Mm-hmm. Well, she's not. She almost kills her. She tries to kill herself in the last. No,、event. she just goes to the beach, right? No, she's just literally walking into the ocean. She's just crying. Yeah, yeah she's thinking of killing herself. No, that's、crying. your interpretation. And the husband. That's why the husband has to run. Has to run over and go like, "Hey, like." No, he was、it. worried about the dress. He was like, "This is an expensive dress." <laughs> so you should. <laughs> But no, we're not I, even okay. I, not, we need to touch on the very. We need to first touch on the theme of this movie. It's like, eternal love. That's what he. Yeah. That's that's very what.、Good. This is giving me a lot of feels. That's literally. Like, what, what if Arvin dies and comes back as a ten-year-old? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> what am I with his huge-headed child? Well, what 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 do you guys think was going on? Because to me, I I know he said. So I read a bit about how it was conceived, and he was like, "I wanted to do a story about eternal love." So I was like, "Okay." So he wasn't like really thinking about like you know concrete plot stuff, but、mm. I I initially I thought it was the mistress who was putting him up to that when she like,、mm. but then I was like, "Well, obviously they reveal that she couldn't have because she was just also yeah, investigating she- it." But yeah, she confronted him about it,、mm-hmm. and he said, "I didn't. I don't believe in reincarnation. I don't want to do a movie about that. I'm not a Buddhist."、Uh, so, so、mm-hmm. he's like negating both explanations, and there. Are, so there's really no answer except for maybe this kid was like hijacked by the sky, but not all of him was there. So some part of it.、Mm. I don't know. That's the best I could do. <laughs> well. From that's that's very interesting.、Uh, I don't think because I don't think there was ever really like a supernatural like hijack like an element to it. Well, he's he tells、um, him he's like I think, I, deja vu. That's how I know he died. It's、mm, like yeah, deja so vu. Some some, some maybe connection. He, maybe maybe that was I thought that was his like cover. That's his like main like like. Yeah, but how did he know that? Because that's not going to be in a letter.、Mm-hmm. He watched the Matrix, then he knows what deja vu is. You think that's it? Not what deja vu is where he yeah、died. where he died in the park remember how does he know that because you can't read that from、mm-hmm. a letter maybe he did his own research yeah did his own research <laughs> he still looked it up in the paper he looked it up he looked it up in the paper even then how would you even find yeah, that information yeah it wouldn't be released and how does he know like this is my desk but I'm pretty sure like、true. you'd be surprised how much letters can like kind of reveal. He, 
It's about a dead person. You think he wrote a letter? I died in this Well, okay. Here's another thing. Here's a here's another thing to talk about. The his shoe right shoelace was untied when he was running, and then the kid in the first shot, his right shoelace is also untied. That's some an IMDb uh, trivia. Some autistic guy found it out, but, uh, <laughs> but, but so that that kind of exposes that their yes. intent is that they're the same person, mm. which I mean. But they can't be the same person because he, that's because that's why he stops in the end because he doesn't because the boy feels like he loves her and when then that's why he's so shocked and realizing like oh he doesn't. If he doesn't, then what? This then I can't be. No, him. I think. See, see, and that's why is, he that's why he cuts it off. This is like little boy logic. That's what I think is going on. I think you can love uh, someone, mm-hmm. but you can also, you know, longevity of of a relationship and monogamy kind of can lead mm. to some complicated feelings about love. But you know. About loyalty, I guess, but the love is there, maybe. Mm-hmm. So if he chose to return, he would choose to return to the woman he married, not the woman he's currently like lustful for or was lustful. But that's assuming that he really did love her in the first place. But if then again, like it's all like he said, like it's all hearsay, right? Because you're hearing it from like the mistress's perspective, and of course she would want to take the perspective that he loves her fully and he was very unhappy with her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so too. That's okay. But then, what about the letters? But if that's the, the case, then why didn't he open her letters? Yeah, the, mm. yeah. Then why were they like? Because he's doing that as. A, but then that would make any sense. Like she, you'll be writing love letters to your husband who you're living with. Huh? Maybe it was from a different time. No, be before. Before. It was a different time, I suppose. Before they moved in together. I mean, maybe like. It isn't love that he felt for her that when he came back. Like it, it's probably like a mix of love, but maybe the guilt of uh, like having the affair was an overwhelming part. But because he's a child and he wouldn't understand it, yeah, mm. it comes as love. Uh. And in, I think in one sense he does understand it because look how shocked and scared he was the moment he sees the mistress walk through the door when, at the apartment. Yeah, and she's like, "What?" Right, the first time she enters, like she kind of. She's like, oh, my hands are dirty. It's all very intentful. And I think a part of it, he is, if this is taking a sense that if he is, maybe that was like the realization like, oh, but, shit. But right. it's also, if he stole the letters, he followed her. And he, yeah, exactly. At the same time. So it's yeah. the double thing of like, why he would be scared. But speak more broadly, uh, great performances from both of them. They, mm-hmm. to the two of them, sold this perfect. The boy is so good. Mm. I, I so scarily he's scary and like how like he genuinely seems and that scene when he like hisses her when he like brings her like that was insane i, I thought i was almost losing my mind that yeah and she believes it but she has to and i i think nicole this is one of my favorite it's nicole not that she has to it's that she wants yeah, to. yeah she wants to because why you she never you, let it go there's any chance that someone you love comes yeah. back from the dead you want to believe that's true and I love the way everybody responds to this. Like at first, everybody wants to respond with this with rationality, and every, and she even she, and even she tries to take that approach. But there's then you know what what if like what if he is back? And the way she said it to the like his her brother-in-law, I guess um, the first time, 
was so sad because she can tell in the back of her head, like can tell it, like she knows this is crazy and insane, but she can't help herself. I don't know. I thought that was so good. Um, yeah. Did you get a lot of Kubrick influences in this? Yeah. The tracking shots and the zooms, I oh, thought, I'm were not, very. Yeah, very not, I'm not technically that, but I felt like Shining vibes. I was like, oh, it's like I'm mm. watching The Shining. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that sequence when the uh, the fiance beats his tax it was very similar to Barry Lyndon when Barry Lyndon attacks his son-in-law for like up, like for, like upstanding him for humiliating him in public. Oh yeah, uh, I, think I was reminded of that a lot. Um, and wonderful performance from the fiance, like <laughs> the sure frustration and rage that he feels that this like ten-year-old is like coming up, pulling up to his girl. It's so. It's such a weird thing. It's like I'm gonna drop some uh, you know pretentious names, but uh, it's that story. The the nose, you know, the absurdity of it is like one thing, but it's not explained. But the feelings are valid, you know, the anxiety of being turned into a nose is still there and i think he he feels that way he's like it's a child what do you expect i'm not supposed to be threatened but at the same time you're like oh the i i actually am threatened yeah and also it's a child and that's why he spanks him i thought that was so yeah he doesn't like hit and they did such great casting like he looks like he kind of looks older Mm -hmm. even though he's a child Mm -hmm. yes his face he's like very like old eyes like, yeah. you can see like a lot i don't yeah. like the the guy joseph guy i don't think that's the guy she would be marrying yeah oh yeah at the same time um he was i think there's this underlying class conflict right you can think of the way like the boy the boy comes from a poor family like you see uh, their house like he's just juxtaposed like living room versus their living room and they think of the way the dad talks about the family like the first time i remember he's like he's they have money they have money they're rich the only thing i know about them is like they have money and that's why they are okay with like them basically taking their child you know nicole it's kind of messed up and nicole yeah, like, I mean, i'll take your like let us let him stay or i'll return him like he'll return to you like she obviously sees it as like i'm doing you a favor but this the it still underlines like the power dynamics, right? It's like, of course they can take. What are they gonna do? Like, they're probably scared to death that they will sue them for this. So they might as well like let them like do whatever they want with the kid. And then that's why the mother looks so helpless. It's also weird if scene. the child's like, "I'm not your dumb son," you know? You'd be like, "What's going on with yeah. him?" And how do we? I'm not your dumb son. <laughs> how do we like get yeah. get a therapist and stuff? That's expensive. Thinking about logistics mm. of the family finances. Yeah. And so it's just probably that too. Yeah. And I do like the only time the kid appears like a kid was in the very final shot that he's in for the school picture. That's the only time he smiles. And he does give like a very bright kid smile just for a second. Mm. But what is but I think that it also indicates that maybe it's still Sean in there, potentially. Like maybe like maybe he has never left or maybe I I, I don't know. A movie with lots of questions. Yeah, but no answers, which I sort of respect, but also I'm like kind of. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cop out, no. Mm, well, under the skin also doesn't really give you a lot of answers. Yeah, I guess that's just his like. I think it's much more interesting, but it's like it does ask interesting questions, like and and, th- and questions that make you do like wonder. It's like yeah, how is the longevity of love and. I mean, if you if he's someone who's like he said wants to make a movie about eternal love, then I would mm. think eternal love means 
you know you pick someone you marry but that that could also mean like being mm. sort of in the moment maybe you you lust after someone else but that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't love the other person it is mm. i think he's trying to justify cheating that's what i think is going on <laughs> that's very interesting you brought that up because i think from like the mistress's side it's also clear that she hasn't let this go that she's still very much haunted that very back that scene when like um nicole kidman first explains it to the brother-in-law and her and the mistress like if you watch like she her she's just breaking down in the background like she's just kind of like like oh, i can't like the the jealousy that she was like oh you get to speak with messy like you truly believe he loves you and all of that and on paper on like in public this is the story this is like what you get to do to everybody else but i can't do it because i'm like the mistress i can't like oh, show any of this yeah and that's why and then well it all kind of she's kind of the instigator in the first place because she's the one who thought like i want to give her little letters i want her to know that he never loved her but then she chickened out like Ooh. right and that's kind of what started what did thing. you guys think do you think that was cruel or that was liberating because i thought if she gave her the letters and then she'd be like oh that guy sucks now i can move on with my life that guy sucks yeah you know but but weren't the letters between it would be her letters unopened. Yeah, she'd be that's like, what she, that's what I have the these. Was. How did you get them? Well, he gave them to me because we were having an affair. And and he never opened them. Yeah, which yeah. feels so cruel. But would they have done it that way? Or would they have been like, this, here you go. Like, yeah, because it was a party, right? I, well, He left them with us one day or something. Like, they phase it in an innocent way. Mm-hmm. I... Well, I'm pretty sure. Then why, why, why would she do that in the first place if not to to make her point? Yeah, I also don't think uh, the guy knew. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I know. No, the brother. That definitely. That's why he, she had to excuse herself from the party and like hide everything from him in the beginning. By the way, that actress uh, Anne Hirsch, I, Hesh, I think, died last year in a terrible accident. Well, not. I wouldn't call it an accident. She drove her car into a building, but still. What? Like, on oh, purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, um, well, no, she, not on purpose, but she was, I think, very intoxicated, uh, drove, like, was doing, like, 80 miles in, like, a suburb, and smashed into, yeah, it was very sad. That's awful. Yeah, she, she was also Ellen's first public girlfriend, and then, yeah, and then apparently had a mental breakdown when Ellen broke up with her, I don't know. About the eternal mm-hmm. love thing, maybe it's, like, the boy is the embodiment of, like, the memory of the person, mm. and, like the eternal love is that both of them love him mm-hmm. which is still going on mm-hmm. and it's clear by how they react to the child mm-hmm. and then you know, it's like the same way of like when you read about someone who's dead they're like briefly alive in your head mm. yeah yeah that, i mean something like mm. that it could be that maybe the kid was just fucking around it's just the both of them projecting all of this like grief and and longing onto him yeah, I, I think that... So then the eternal love isn't that he is living still. It's like the memory of him. Yeah, yes. Which is the eternal part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he can't... They they can't escape his legacy and his sort of... The yeah. experience of knowing mm-hmm. him. And that, yeah, I mean, I think that goes... Be, like, it's all part... Because they're living in his house. It's, his stuff is all kind of no, still there. Right? Mm-hmm. right? His space is still there. Yeah, yeah the servants. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's still so much of him left behind, traces of it. But what do you think of that? La- I thought the scene when she has to go apologize to her fiance, and just it's very purposeful the way she was like kneeling in front of him, sim- like 
don't what? know why she had to do that. Mm-hmm. Why did she have to go back to him? Because I think her family, like, she's pressured by her family. Like, her but, mom basically tells her to do it. Mm-hmm. So? But, in, but I think in the film, like, her, she seems, like, to be, like, in a very fairly, like, controlling family. Just think they about... They don't go into that that much. No, they don't go into that that much. But I think, like, even stuff like the pregnant sister and stuff like that, there's a lot of, like, holding on to, like, trying to, like, protect step, like... Pre- I couldn't stop thinking about it because the boy knew that she couldn't have kids, so how is she pregnant? Mm. Why did they leave that on? Well, she she knew that she didn't have kids. It was probably because Nicole came and wrote about it in the letters that they've been trying. You know, and they knew that's how we yeah. knew. I'm saying, how did she have kids? How is she pregnant? Maybe then it changed. Things changed. What changed? Maybe um, I don't know. Maybe. maybe she's sort of she doesn't have kids. She's she she they thought she did, couldn't have kids, but now she she can or something or did a procedure. Mm. Yeah. But it was some way to for them mm-hmm. to be like, you, you know, I know stuff about the family. Yeah. Yeah. Point. No, no I'm just uh, frustrated by it because I'm like, I, I, w- I would like at least some coherence to where this is. It's, it reminds me of that movie Coherence. Remember that movie? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yes, it's just like, oh, a bunch of cool, trippy stuff happens. and that That's cool, but sure, if there's an internal logic to it, I'll be impressed. Even if mm-hmm. I don't get it, but at least there's a, sort of an explanation for from there. But for them to be like, well, it's about this one theme. We don't care if it makes sense, but the theme comes across. Which is, it's kind of interesting, but also, I don't know. A bit unfulfilling, yeah. ultimately, yeah. as like a... As a viewer. Yeah, that's why okay. I'll stick to Steven Spielberg. Thank you. That's right. He gives yeah. you all, like, hey, he's here to give you a good time. And he, and he always yeah. delivers. One, two, three. And this happens because of this. And that's it. Yeah. Well, all right. It kind of has to exist yeah. in the ambiguity. Or like, that's true. Because that's why we spend so long just being like, but how does it work? <laughs> yeah, the, it, it's also, it, it's kind of cool because you we, we're... I mean, we're kind of talking about it more. Like, I feel like I had more fun. Kind of, I was like, was so excited. I was like, oh my god, I can't wait until they tell me what they thought happened, and I tell them what I thought it, happened. It happened is, yeah. So, so that I guess that experience is so. And that's being successful. Yeah. yeah. All right. Shall we take yeah, a break? Yeah. All right. Seven reels. I'm going full seven, despite my complaining. I'm still really happy I watched this. I was like yeah. into it. I, mm, I love this. I really did. Um, I think it's perfectly put together movie. So um, so seven seven as well. I, I really liked it. I give it six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- just One. just the ambiguity. I don't know the ending. No, was just it. a bit. Mm. But I guess I, I wouldn't know how to end it a different way. But yeah, how else? Would it, like, imagine if they actually went with it. Nicole Kim is like, "We're gonna wait ten years, and then we're gonna get married." Yeah. <laughs> oh well, the controversies was, around the movie were that it's promoting pedophilia and stuff in the bathtub. It's, but it's not. But oh, that, but that's but yeah. But if you reverse it, and the little girl, it's it's the the boy is a girl. Then and yeah. She, oh and my Nicole god. Kim is a man. That like, be, can you imagine that? That's horrific. That would be insane. Mm. 
people would that'll be insane i wouldn't i would turn it off <laughs> at that point i'll turn it no, off no i i want did you ever see that kevin bacon movie. pedophile film hollow man no it's <laughs> 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 just going around different schools he's like whoa <laughs> invisible <laughs> could do whatever i want finally that's the worst <laughs> You see people running out of the theater. It's like, no. Yeah. no. What, what was... No, I, mean, I know what you're talking about. Like the Red Bull or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that where he plays like a... Yeah, a pedophile. pedophile. No way. And he's like conflicted about falling in love with a child. But oh, still he's conflicted about... <laughs> mm. It's not just Lolita. Exactly. No, he's never conflicted in Lolita. Never mind. Um, he sort of thinks he deserves it. Yes, yes. Nymphats. Oh, I love that book. Anyways, moving on. Uh, let's sure. go to our record. That's why are we plus doing this? So much worse. Why have we been watching this? What? Did you even finish the lead? Yeah. Very sad, but beautiful. I had I didn't start this other one. Sounds vague. And I watched both versions of the movie for my class. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the same. Uh, it's the same. It's exactly the same. So, what have we been watching this week? Hmm. I wish I had better answers for this. What, so, what are your answers? It's Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. <laughs> and ha- right, half of nice. a Narcos episode. Narcos, Narcos is so bad. It's I uh, Maybe it's it gets bad. better, but yeah. I, I think it's like the worst. No, I couldn't get into it. Of, every drug movie it's like highlights of every you know drug movie it's, it's a parade of cliches yeah <laughs> like that's me i'm i'm watching mexico guy. one and it's 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 unwatchable it gets genuine like i was like oh this is not very it's dumb um so well dumb. we watched uh yesterday i a film i quite liked i thought it's a good compare good uh companion piece to this movie knock at the cabin the new m night shyamalan so cabin in the woods no, it's knock at the oh. cabin. Cabin in the woods is the is the oh, Joss Whedon written. Oh, that's the stupid one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, kind of I like thought it. you said um, yesterday. I thought you meant the Danny Boyle movie. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> oh, I was no. like, whoa, okay. Yesterday. Whoa, terrible. He likes it. <laughs> not believe he made that. <laughs> yeah. He liked it. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that was an awful movie. <laughs> I can't believe we walked and paid for that. Um, anyways, I I I would recommend it to you, Yusuf. I think this is his most spiritual, most spiritual film since Signs. And also, like Birth, positions like puts these characters into this impossible s- situation. Like they, they're faced with an impossible scenario, yet they try to approach it with like when they well, all these characters try to approach it with rhetoric and logic at first, but then give away. They kind of the film kind of erodes that bit by bit. Um, it doesn't have a twist. Very right. No, it doesn't. Sorry. What I what I really kind of liked about this one is that it doesn't have a twist. And I think people going in expecting a twist will come out disappointed, going like, oh, there's going to be a big reveal that it like explains. And it, the movie does explain everything. It hands all the, everything is kind of laid out to you by the end. And it becomes not about the, twi- the, the, you know, the, the big ma- this en- mm. mechanisms that make the story work, but more about like the theme itself, about sacrifice and about like trying, but is this, it's, it's M. Night's first reformed. That's kind of how I would describe it. Um, I, I quite liked it, and there's some great director like direction tricks in there. The camera work is great. Um, Dave Bautista, amazing. The, he's the only rest. Like, well, I think John Cena is a pretty good actor, mm-hmm. but he's like the he's really he's really stepped up in this. 
like the movie like plays around with like his hulking physique but his character is so like trying to be logical and yeah. reasonable and soft-spoken perfect great job from everybody someone uh, right. someone did you like it michelle oh yeah michelle what is sorry i thought it was okay <laughs> sorry. there's like a nice speech at the end that's it that's nice oh yeah Mm. Um, what did you say? Were you saying Yusuf? No, someone on Twitter was saying that Batista was really good, and he said really uh, something like, mm. "Everyone thinks I'm ugly. I can't play a romantic lead." And then someone was like, "Oh, please, someone cast him as Don Gately in, uh, in Infinite Jest if you do a movie." <laughs> and that makes so much sense. I was like, "Yeah, that guy's perfect for that role." Yeah. To a sensitive I, I wish guy. I knew what you guys were talking you, you guys just flexed infinite, your infinite jest knowledge it's this like flexed. really large you know sort of uh, mm-hmm. you know not, uh, it's like strong guy who's also very compassionate mm-hmm. and sensitive ah so that's ooh, perfect yeah gentle giant guy type. yeah oh, what else did we watch what did we watch I don't know we watched Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. You watched Iron Chef. It's in cinema. We watch Iron Chef. Watch <laughs> Crouching Tiger is amazing. I was, it holds up as one of the best action movies ever made. Yeah. Um, as well, and I, I didn't get any of the actual story watching it as a kid, but now watching when I'm older, I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. This is, it's it's really, really nice. Ang Lee is very, very good. Your homeboy, um, Ang. Right. My homeboy. My homeboy. And yeah, Yo-Yo Ma shows up in the cello playing the soundtrack as well. So double homeboy power in this. Nice. He's Taiwanese? Yo-Yo Ma's ta- Yes, Yo-Yo Ma's ta- I didn't know that. Yes. We gotta, we, well, we, I did we think have... your reaction was really insane when she saw the Wow, he really likes it. He's <laughs> like, no, I'm, just, so I'm like, yes, represent. Um, anyway, anyways, let's move on to our recommendations. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? Oh, I'm going to recommend Rosemary's Baby. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. I have another one, but I don't want to, you know, take it away if someone recommends it. So, go ahead. You can say it. You can say it. It's Mother. You know that movie? Mother? Oh, yeah. I thought of that, but I Mm. wasn't going to say it. Yeah, okay. Michelle, you? The Hunt. Oh, the Matt Nicholson one? Yeah. Thomas Mintenberg? Oh, yeah. yeah. For, I totally forgot it's about that. A bit of that. a different angle. Mm. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's good, yeah. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's great. Um, my recommendation is a bit more off kilter, but I think it, it's kind of what reminded me a lot of it. Uh, the Lynn Ramsey movie with Walking Phoenix, You Were Never Really Here. Oh, yeah, that's, sure? that's also great. I know you've seen it, you said. Yeah, I loved it. Um, it kind of had, loved it. Uh, great movie. It also kind of is one of those movies that puts, like, puts so many questions up, like what is actually happening, but it does it very like masterfully, and it's like, okay, it's, it's all structured around like, it's the, actually, the It's actually, if you look at it now in this current climate, you feel like it's a QAnon conspiracy theory movie. Ooh. It's so weird. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Colored by because it's now. all about perspective, right? Like how narrow, like he's like trapping his yeah. Um, all right, mm-hmm. let's move on to what we'll be doing next week. It's Oscar season, so we are we doing a double bill thing? All right, next week we'll be doing we're carrying something together. Uh, we're doing the Oscar seasons and something fishy with a special guest with a very a special, special guest. guest. Hopefully. Nameless, so stay tuned and we'll 
Alright, so let me finish the ending so we can actually cry together. Okay. <laughs> fucking cry. Okay. <laughs> so stay tuned, keep it real, and we'll see y'all next week. Okay, bye. <laughs> Just so that now, there we go, now we can cut it together. Bye. <laughs> bye. The 7th is hosted by Marvin Wong. Michelle Hassel and Yusuf El Bashir. Logo by Joe Conti. Our ad break music is composed by Yusuf Suilan. And our outro music is composed by Yahya El Bashir. Thanks for listening.